Attentive Teaching, Advocating Calm, Cultivating Resilience. The Attentive Teaching blog brings you weekly posts by teachers for teachers to help create a peaceful and safe classroom for your students and yourself. Visit attentiveteaching.com for more blog posts and resources. We hope you enjoy this narrated selection from the Attentive Teaching blog. Five Things I Wish I Knew About Distance Learning by Gloria Giambrone, Teacher Mentor at Attentive Teaching. As a college student, I enjoyed taking online courses. I was able to complete most of the assignments at my own pace, there were very few face-to-face meetings, and there were plenty of opportunities for discussion with others by commenting on their blog entries. When I took these classes, I never felt pressured or overworked. I wasn't sitting in front of a screen for hours upon hours in a single day. I chose to learn this way. Professors chose to teach this way. But since the coronavirus pandemic started, our students and teachers did not have a voice in this decision. When school buildings closed in the spring to slow down the spread of coronavirus, I was overwhelmed and didn't know where to start, what to do, or how to teach. I always thought of myself as tech savvy, but boy, was I wrong. At first, I thought I should recreate the school day for my students and teach the same way as I was when we were in the classroom. This did not work. I could not make it work. I was defeated, and the only thought that came to mind was to quit teaching. Then I started researching ways to make virtual learning work. I found a couple of websites, virtual learning tools, and ways to make remote learning more engaging. The title of an article I found caught my eye, Why You Shouldn't Replicate Your Classroom Teaching Online. This was that aha moment I was looking for. This is what I was doing wrong. I was trying to replicate my classroom. Author Becky Supiano suggests using online tools that let teachers connect with students differently than they would face-to-face. Before this school year started, I sat down and reflected on last spring. How can I make distance learning work? What should I do? How can I make this more engaging? I thought of a few things teachers must know for distance learning, so here are some tips. Number one, find your space. As more people are working from home, perhaps your own family, find a spot in your home where you can set up a calm teaching space. This space should be free of distractions. Look for a corner, perhaps, and set up an office space. Play around with virtual screens or even hang a sheet behind you during lessons so kids don't see family members walking by on their way to the kitchen. Number two, create a new routine. Linda Shalloway, an NBPTS certified teacher and education writer says, routines are the backbone of daily classroom life. They facilitate teaching and learning. Routines don't just make your life easier, they save valuable classroom time. And what's most important, efficient routines make it easier for students to learn and achieve more. Need I say more? Set those routines. Ask yourself, what does your day look like? What time are you going live? What are your expectations during these live meetings? When are your students expected to complete this work? Ask your students what is working and not working for them. Their input is very important to set these routines. Be open to changing these routines as you get to know your students. Number three, expect the unexpected. What if the internet goes down? What if I catch the virus? What if my students can't access the materials? Just like in the classroom, things can go sour. But how do you deal with these situations? 
Things will go wrong, but don't panic. Take a deep breath, close your eyes, and count to four. There are things outside of your control when you're using technology. Your computer will shut down, your internet will be down, your students will turn off their cameras, your students will be distracted. Have a backup plan. Here are some common problems you may encounter and some suggestions to help you. Let's say your internet is down. Send an email to your students and their families asking students to complete their work. Here's another issue. Your computer shut down. Use your phone to join your meeting and let your students know the meeting will be canceled. What if your students are turning off their cameras? Remember to set those expectations early on to nip it in the bud, but also remember not to be reactive. The kids are having a rough time with remote learning too, so it's important not to alienate them. And here's the worst one. What if you get sick? Many school districts expect teachers to go live even when they're sick. Don't. Take your time off and rest. Number four, make distance learning tools your new best friends. Most, if not all, curricula have been adapted for distance learning. This has been a drastic change from what we're used to. Not all of our students have access to math manipulatives or even books. Use some of your free time exploring some distance learning tools. You'll find that these will make your life easier and your students will be more engaged. Here are some distance learning tools I use in my classroom. Google Platform, specifically Jamboard, Slides, Docs, and Forms. Epic Books, which gives educators free access to thousands of children's books. Pear Deck, to help you create engaging content in Google Slides. Khan Academy, a fantastic learning resource. Edpuzzle, which uses customized videos to engage students. Didax, which provides teaching resources in just about every subject and Flipgrid, a video discussion platform from Microsoft. Number five, practice self-care. What is self-care? It's defined as any activity that we do deliberately to take care of our mental, emotional, and physical health. We often overlook this, but it is essential for improving our moods and reducing our anxiety. Practicing self-care is easier said than done though, I know. I'm someone who will spend countless hours looking over content and engaging activities for my students instead of taking much needed time to myself. But practicing self-care is what will get us through this difficult time. Dedicate 15 minutes of your day to self-care. Spend this time reading a book, taking a walk, meditating, exercising, knitting, painting. Find an activity that helps your mental, physical, and emotional health and devote this time to it. We hope these tips help you on your distance learning journey. If you have any other tips to share, we want to hear about them. Tweet us at @attentiveteach so we can share with our community of teachers.